0: season three episode 20 of the hall of fame show and hey if my background looks different it's because i'm not in a hotel anymore i am now officially in the new home the bucknerverse has a central point it is high atop the mountaintop although there's no mountains here in manitoba but of the mountaintop that overlooks the land where the winnipeg jets play so i wore quebec nordique's jersey instead
1: fair enough yeah Yeah, I i was gonna say you've moved from a
0: hotel to a motel Hotel, motel, Holiday Inn. Yeah. So, <laughs> so um, uh, I've got a few up site updates that I just want to talk about before Please we do. move on. Uh, hopefully by next week, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, uh, the Not Hall of Fame Rock section will be updated. Uh, there's not going to be anyone new in the top fifty. Uh, so this is our. I don't know if this is a first. I think it is, but there's no clear cut first ballot or second ballot one. There might be, but. It isn't that clear cut. I think we'll talk about that more next week if that's there. So look at okay. that soon. Uh, and I just want to give a big thank you to everyone who participated. This now it's now up on the YouTube channel. Uh, with where was there was the senior class? We put together a group, and Evan put in his vote, so he wasn't able to make it unfortunately. Because you know, yes,
1: yeah, so I unfortunately was at an event in Houston, so mm-hmm. I could which I uh, could not get out of. So although I did have a
0: Houston person there. Oh, cool! About yeah. time. Well, long—it's Longhorn Dave. Oh, okay. There we go. Not necessarily a Houston Texans fan. Well, I suppose he is, but does anyone actually admit to that? Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> right. Yeah, these days. So anyway, we put together—we put together a group, and we did a Zoom call, and we came up with the three people who we think should be in the pro football hall of fame, are three top seniors. Uh, So just check that out and and it's all transparent how we got there. And if you're someone who wants to be a part of that in the future, and you think you'll bring a fresh take, we want you, we want you to be a part of that. Uh, Especially if you're in an NFL region that we're not representing right now. Uh, Even though we had two really big Broncos fans and yes, we uh, pushed for Randy Gratishardt, I don't think that's really an issue outside of Denver. Uh, we had big pushes for Sterling Sharp from Jack Silberstein, who's in Chicago. Mm-hmm. You know, so like, there's a, a lot that we we can really sort of have fun with. Also, I've learned that anyone I push for, I'm never, I'm never going to get what I want. I just put people together. I'm just not very persuasive. Yeah, I wish I had been there for Gino Capoletti. So.
1: I don't think he would have gotten in, but I think he could have gotten in. Dino
0: closer, did not so. make her top 15 to discuss. I know, I know he did. So he was the person I put two votes in for. So, yes. Well, it's strategic voting. Yeah, could be. You know, that, so. no, that, that's what it was. I mean, like, there were some people who I, I know because they told me that's sort of why they did that, because uh, they, they wanted to make sure that their person was discussed or they wanted, they figured what's the point of necessarily giving that. So, let's say a Gratishar. Who, right we know was gonna get to that top 15 anyway. But anyway, to all of you who participated, all of you who watched that and enjoy it, guys, thank you. 100%. And
1: Sorry I wasn't there, but I I
0: watched part of it at this point.
1: I haven't been able to watch all of it yet, but uh, Mm it seemed like a very good conversation.
0: Yeah, and actually, too, finally I figured out here on the Zoom. So I I wish I was in the middle so I could do the Brady Bunch thing. (laughs) You
1: definitely seem like an Alice.
0: You know, funny you bring that up. Actually, in a school, and we had to do uh, some kind of in drama in seventh grade. They put us all together, and then we had to come up with our with their own skit. Okay, played like, like, malice. Okay, the groovy bunch. Wow.
1: Uh funny. I was at camp once, and we had to do a sketch where we were playing the
0: characters from Cheers, and I was Carla. So. You know, there's a joke there for both of us. I just yeah. And then the
1: next year in camp we had to do another sketch. Uh, and I was Tubbs. So
0: Rocket Tubbs?
1: <laughs> yes. From Miami Vice. So my, my acting career includes Stinson's as Carla and and Tubbs. So, you know, two people very, very much alike.
0: You know, to me particularly. So well, hey, you know, both on NBC. I guess that's true. You know, I'm, sh- I'm sure they went to the same uh, network parties and whatnot. Probably true.
1: There's probably some picture of them at like
0: forty or ago so, be like, how many of these actors do you remember? <laughs> uh, maybe with, with some of those lame sites that can do all that. Actually, speaking of lame sites, that's where I'm going to start. The smorgasbord of shit. What is that? Yeah. It's where Kirk just says whatever the hell he wants on a topic that might bother him. Or he really or isn't bothering him. He just wants to bring it up. I brought this up last year evan and i'm going to do it one more time but i'm never going to bring this up again okay because when this happens next year and it will because at least now i think i figured out why this is happening okay all right it's the sports illustrated swimsuit issue okay Go and ahead. sure enough so there's some people who uh let's just say might have a little bit more right-wing values aren't necessarily thrilled with the choices that were on it now there's four uh, apparently. And I say apparently because, like, who's buying this? Nobody? Okay. Because all, so, but anyway, the, the, where this sort of like got into a little Twitter thing, I don't know if you noticed that, uh, where, so the, you have four people who would be on, on that Kim Kardashian, uh, Ciara. Okay. Elon Musk's mom. Okay. And, uh, I'm not sure what she is. Uh, Yumi knew. Yeah. I, okay. Okay. Yumi is a larger girl. I, I think attractive, but I, I like curvy Asians. Hey, I married one. But, so you have, a, there was a lot of people saying that pass, like, this is just wrong. Da, 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 da. Again, and I and I thought, well, why do you care? You're not buying it anyway. And then I thought you could actually unite with all the people defending it because they're not buying it either. Right. So I was doing some research as I'm sometimes prone to do. Now, I don't know how accurate this is, but they say that this is actually profitable in its own bubble. I don't know how, but I think it's just off the name because you're not making money selling a magazine. You've got the Instagram on it, which apparently has got over 2 million people we are following this. And I, I, again, I couldn't figure this out. Like how, how do they pivot so far? But then you look at the comments and who this all is. It's predominantly all women. Now I didn't click on the picture to see what type of women they are, but maybe we could say women who sort of like seeing what they look like represented. I don't know, don't know, don't really care, but I was, fascinated because if you would have told you and i in the mid-90s oh by the way the sports illustrated swimsuit issue it's going to be predominantly just for virtue signaling women you wouldn't have believed it <laughs> you wouldn't yeah. have believed it in 2010. but that's who that's who has it now so i say this to the right because you your country so divided to the right it very much as divided yes it is and as someone just smacked out in the middle who just loves your sports, man, I just love American sports. <laughs> Might be why uh, Evan and I will promote something later because we're really proud of what we what we put together. Just let let them have this. Let them have it. You're not gonna buy it anyway, and they're not buying it anyway either. Who gives a shit? I, I threw. I got extra animated because I know you like it. Sometimes when I get more animated. Here, go ahead. So Here. that was that was a little bit performance. Right? That's you can see why I was great right as malice. Now I'll hand it to Sports Illustrated for even still apparently being semi profitable because apparently they still are. I don't know how. Their website is the single worst website on the internet. I, I forgot to put this out there, uh, and, and I should have it was just, it would have just been a general question. And, and I wanted to relay this for this topic, which would be when you're looking at sports, what's your first go-to if it's national? For me? Well, to anyone. I mean, like for me, it's ESPN. Oh, what, what website? Yeah, for most people, it's ESPN, I'd imagine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would say that even Sports Illustrated, because again, it, we have weird tangents. Barstool's probably passed it in some capacity. I mean, I'd imagine the second place I go is the Ringer
1: um, mm-hmm. for sports stuff, and then I bet that there's a whole bunch of people if you subscribe go to the Athletic, right? Right. So I mean, you're probably, probably right. even further down, and that's not including Yahoo Sports, CBS Sports, or all those other places where people go mm-hmm. attack, which are often attached to their uh, fantasy teams.
0: This is a this is a something that's famous in name only. Mm-hmm. You know, it's. I I don't know why anyone gives a shit. I do know this. I will not bring this up next year. That is my promise. That's two years in a row I talked about this. And again, because I just don't understand why people care one way or the other this strong, (laughs) whether whether you're so happy with who's on the cover or whether you're not. Why Mm -hmm. do you care? That's That's it. Fair enough now we've got a couple actual legit hall of fame news to talk about and this is uh i'm trying to protect your voice but you're gonna have to do this is where you're gonna have to do quite a bit here that and the people who died but uh i'll just be able yeah, that point vibrance on that section yeah i apologize to everybody with the coughing i uh was had a sore throat
1: heading to houston by the way i have tested for covid every day for the last nine days and i do not have it but whatever it is i just i can't stop coughing so this is why we're delayed a couple days in the the
0: Uh, filming this so oh all good all good so i I think what i've really it's vince wolverick you called this a million times that he was going to be the person voted into the new england patriots hall of fame and you said it wouldn't be close now we don't know whether it was close or not but it probably wasn't
1: yeah i mean uh mankin's probably fifth second Vrabel third uh just because Vrabel is a coach of another team right now Not because anyone dislikes Raymond, but like Will Fork is one of the linchpins
0: of the Patriots dynasty. So there's no dynasty without Will Fork on the defense. Sixth person to be inducted in the first uh, year of eligibility uh, for the Patriots Hall. And, you know, Evan's a big Patriots fan. I'm a Saints fan, but we're Hall of Fame fans also. And the Patriots Hall of Fame, and we've said it so many times, has done... I don't know the best job in all of the big four of sports, but they're in the top five. It's up there. I mean, they do
1: a great job. Cardinals, we always talk about the St. Louis Cardinals. Right. St. St. Louis baseball they Cardinals. Were later,
0: they were later to the the party. Yeah, yeah. but they, they do a really good job as well. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, also, the problem when you do this stuff, you get an appearance from Jasper the Friendly Corgi. You can follow him on Instagram. Jasper underscore the Friendly Corgi uh yeah so vince is obviously someone who we're both happy about does this do anything more for his pro football hall of Fame candidacy i would think not a whole hell of a lot because it's the same people voting next year mm-hmm. um i don't know i mean it certainly doesn't hurt his
1: candidacy right um i think that i'm trying to remember he did not make the top 25 last year correct he, did, was a oh, semi-finalist, he was not. He was a semi-finalist? I'm sorry. I couldn't remember off the top yeah. of my head. Um, so if he was a semifinalist, I mean, it moves him up a little bit yeah. on the list, probably. Um. He's still got... I mean, last year was his first year of eligibility for the Hall anyway. He's got some sledding. He needs... Uh, getting Seymour out of the way helps, even though they didn't play the same position. Uh, they were on the defensive line, both of them. Getting DeMarcus Ware out of the way will help, which I'm presuming is going to happen this year. Um, and then it comes down to who the other defensive line candidates are mm-hmm. going forward. And there isn't like, there's another obvious one unless you're, cause Brian Young also out of the way. Um, so I mean, S- I someone, I, someone we never pegged as a blocker for that, huh? I know, but like, I mean, there are others with Simeon Rice is still floating around out there. Uh, Julius Peppers is going to be here shortly. Um, so there are a few more, there aren't really many particular nose tackles he's up against. It's kind of an unglamorous position. Right. Um, so I don't, it certainly doesn't hurt if he's already semi-finalists that might help a little bit, but I honestly think Will Fork and Mankins are the next two Patriots sort of in the rotation here to maybe get in, mm-hmm. um, uh, Vinatieri, I guess would be after that. And then I guess Gronk or Brady, if they ever retire.
0: Um, so yeah, there's, there's a group, uh, group chat, uh, Somebody, we have actually Ron, uh, our super Broncos fan, Ron Katz, just another phenomenal guy. I wish you were on that, mostly just so you could see some of these other people who you yeah. talk to. Uh, and so, somebody I, I don't think it was actually from our group who just said, uh, Who's the best athlete over 50? He says, I'm, I'm just going to be preemptive and say it's going to be Brady. <laughs> yeah, there are, a lot, there are a lot of those
1: uh, I saw on the internet. Uh, multiple people just took a picture of uh, John Daly at the uh,
0: Open. So, but right now, who would have thought John Daly is a better golfer than Tiger Woods? Today, yeah, well, Woods had to, had to
1: step out today, so,
0: yeah. Yeah, well, and Woods is her. I mean, obviously, and that's yeah, not going to. Will he ever be the same? I don't know.
1: Um,
0: no. But, yeah, probably no, not. He'll, he'll never be the same. Uh, it's unfortunate that record, I think we all thought Nicholas's records was, was going to be of the most majors was going to be toast by 30. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's not the case. But, and then it was not. And then it was not. And, you know, there, what Tiger did in terms of influence and getting a lot of other people to play, mm-hmm. I, I don't know whether, you, whether he, history is going to say that he was the greatest golfer of all time. I still think he very well might be. But he's mm-hmm. definitely the most important. Scandals aside, in my opinion
1: what do you think I mean yeah I he's at least in the conversation um I can't tell you in particular what the state of the sport was when Palmer and Nicholas really took the, the sports world by storm I don't know what the the line follow through line is from like the Sam, Sam Snead era out to them so it's possible if it was down at some point they re- rejuvenated it but other than that it's woods so well, everyone paid to see him. Yeah, 100%. He, he was he was the sport.
0: Absolutely. So Absolutely. Very few people you could say that about. And uh, one other Hall of Fame-related note from last week, uh, UFC has announced that Daniel Cormier is going to be the newest member to their Hall of Fame. Uh, I know you're not too big in MMA, but Cormier would, would probably have been someone you like. You know, he, uh, former heavyweight champion, former light heavyweight champion, second man to hold both titles at the same time. Never could beat John Bones Jones, who, well, let's just say John had a, usually a little bit of chemical help. And if you look at Cormier, he certainly did not. Mm, fair enough. But Cormier was that every every man just, you know, at, at age 30, he looked like he could have played Uncle Phil. <laughs> you know, it's just, just, just built older, but just... Your friendly ass kicker. And one of my favorites of all time. And before we get into the other stuff, I'm just really happy. Just we you always love love talking about women's sports. The next MMA uh, or UFC headline in Dallas is gonna be headed mm-hmm. by my girl, Amanda Nunez going back for she takes back her title. Cool. So I just think that's really, really cool. cool. And that's gonna sell out the I forget the name of the arena where the maps play, but it'll sell out, and it's going to sell out with these two women on top. Cool. And that's pretty damn cool. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, So with that, we move on to the people we lost, which, because this, I guess because we added a couple days, I guess you got a lot more to... There there actually haven't been too many in the last couple days, uh, unfortunately.
1: Uh, We do have a victim of the beige mistress, uh, Albin Molmar, who competed... In the 1960s summer olympics in the flying dutchman event in sailing uh passed away at the age of 86. Well, that's a real thing Hmm.
0: oh okay
1: <laughs> yeah the flying dutchman of course is a place from uh from the simpsons oh okay. no the simpsons you're right correct yeah yeah so anyway um from the world of basketball uh one of the few people who have had to add to the list the last couple of days yuri Zadek senior who is the greatest player in the history of czechoslovakia uh passed away at the age of 78 um all-time leading czech league scorer best czechoslovak uh, player of the 20th century as voted in 2001 uh two-time czechoslovak player of the year 10-time league all-star uh six-time league champion two-time uh, FIBA European selection, basically anything you can do behind the Iron Curtain for Czechoslovakia in basketball, he did. Um, he's a member of the FIBA Hall of Fame. He's inducted in 2019. Um, so uh, he and his son, actually uh, G- Yuri George Zidek Jr., won the EuroLeague title with Zagreb in 1999. So the only players who have made the EuroLeague title game uh, following some duo, <laughs> which is pretty impressive because in 1999, yeah. he was 55 years old. So, Yuriy Zedek was 78. Um, also from the world of basketball, Walter Hirsch passed away. Uh, he was a member of the 50, uh, 48, 49, and 51 Kentucky Wildcat champion teams. Also, the central figure of the point shaving scandal that took uh, over college basketball in the 1950s. I don't know if you remember that whole thing. Read right about it. Yeah. yeah. So um, he uh, was 92 when he passed away uh, from a brief unspecified illness. Um, make sure here. I want to make sure I don't have any other basketball guys they have out of order. So give me one second. Yes, guess. There he is. Uh, also, Sam Smith passed away. A uh, member of the ABA champion 1971 Utah Stars. Passed away at the age of 79. Played for the Minnesota Muskies, which is one of the great names of all time. Do you know what a muskie is? It's a fish. It is a fish. It is a scary-ass fish. Uh, it's a, probably the scariest fish that lives in the northern waters of the, uh, the uh, Great Lakes. The whole Great Lake region. I also played. Also played for Kentucky Colonels. What? Look, look around where I live. That's true. Yeah. You. By the way, if you catch one of those things,
0: they give you a pin.
1: You can prove you caught a They give you a pin for your hat. Really? Um, they do. I, so. I,
0: I, well, I. I just want to try ice fishing. I figure that's considered a sport where I could just sit down and do nothing. I'm down.
1: I actually have somebody from one of those sports coming up here in a second um oh, okay. but uh yeah so he passed away at the age of uh 79. um from the world of football Calvin McGee who played for uh the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh for three years of tight end but is a very well-known uh coach throughout college football passed away suddenly at the age of 59 after a heart attack mm-hmm. so he's currently serving as the University of uh uh Jacksonville State offensive coordinator and associated head coach. Uh from the world of baseball, uh David West passed away. Pitched with the Mets, Twins, Phillies, and Red Sox from 88 to 98. Also played one year in Japan. Um, member of the 91 Twins uh, that won the World Series, passed away at only the age of 57. Um, he died of uh brain cancer. He's actually becomes the sixth former Phillies player since 2003 to die of brain cancer. So, Ken Brett, Tug McGraw, Johnny Oates, John Vukovich, and Darren Dalton being the others. What's in that stadium?
0: <clears throat> it's a very good question. But he was 57. God, what do, you, what do you feel like in 10 years, it's all going to be people who used to play for Oakland? Probably.
1: It's amazing there haven't been more of them now already.
0: Uh, most of the other folks
1: here are from the world of music. Um, let's start with um, Bernard, uh, Bernard Wright, American funk and jazz keyboardist. Uh, passed away at the age of 58 in a car accident. Uh, was one of those guys who's in the background of a lot of uh, rap and hip hop albums. Mm. So he, Dre, Snoop Dogg, Skilo, LL Cool J, Dougie Fresh, Cameo, Bobby Brown, folks like that um yeah he's all 58 years old uh we also lost American folk singer Bob Newworth a uh, very well-known banjo player mostly passed away at the age of 82 um had heart failure prior to his death uh but again another one of those people played with Janis Joplin Wrote the song Mercedes Benz um uh and also uh uh wrote uh chris or helped uh Christofferson he, he was the one who gave introduced chris Christofferson, janice joplin Christofferson, after meeting gave joplin me and bobby mcgee which new earth played for her and then she took over and had a he, her biggest hit after she passed away so
0: do you think she would she had another good album in her who knows you know, it's
1: so hard to know i mean with the amount of drugs going on, it's amazing any of them even were able to get on and off stage. So that's very true. Um, oh, I forgot somebody. We'll get back to him. Uh, Rick Price, uh, English bassist for The Move and Wizard, among others, uh, passed away at the age of 77. Um, yeah, do you
0: remember Wizard? Oh, yeah, Wiz- Wizard has one of my guilty pleasure christmas songs okay Uh, i wish it would be christmas or could be christmas every day and and there's a video for it it's very 70s very glam rock very very dated very awesome (laughs) oh there you go yeah i wish it could be
1: christmas every day been played during every christmas season in the uk since its release in 1973 so there you go uh, but their bass player, Rick Price, passed away at the age of 77. Um, also, uh, Ben Moore, who played Bobby Purify the II uh, from the James and Bobby Purify from the song I'm Your Puppet. Remember that song? Yeah. Okay, yes. Uh, which was hit number six on the Billboard hit music chart in 1966 and Let Love Come Between Us in 67 uh yeah so the original bobby purify whose name was robert lee dickey left and was replaced by the second bobby P- purify ben moore uh who was the one who passed away um so you know just replace him nobody will notice
0: they do that in pro wrestling all the time kamala briefly teamed with kamala too i guess he wasn't replaced yet only the guy he teamed up with was the what he used to he would later go on to be uncle elmer uncle elmer yeah to say that Uncle <laughs> is a 450-pound white guy. Didn't necessarily look like a Kamala. Like, mm. but anyway.
1: Uh, anyway, the biggest. Uh, I'm going to get back to the last music guy because there's somebody I did forget here. Uh, Bob Siffoni, who's the guy who played the sport you could sit down for. Uh, American poker player who wrote Robert's Rules of Poker. Mm-hmm. Uh, passed away at the age of 81. I never won a bracelet. The World Series, a poker, uh, but it was also a Life Master in the Contract Bridge League and the U.S. Chess Federation.
0: You know the Poker Hall of Fame does something pr- that others can learn from. They've got their their time frame. Okay, here's our here's our finalists. Here's our ten finalists, and then then two weeks later, the three. Here's your three uh, inductees. And yeah, the same time every year. Uh, they're like clockwork, like almost like the Toy Hall of Fame that we like a lot. Yeah, which Toy Hall of Fame, if you're listening, <laughs> excuse me, sorry
1: guys, uh, please send me a list of all the toys you've ever nominated because it annoys me when my spreadsheets are incorrect, as we found out from last week. So <laughs> I've asked multiple times. They said, "Yeah, we'll get back to you." They've never gotten back to me. Really? Yep. Same guy. So not calling him out by name, but please, please just send me the list of all your nominees. So hmm. I'm looking for. It. Um, All right, so we had two other people, big name who passed away. Uh, The first one from music, Vangelis passed away. Evangelos Odysseus Papathanassiu passed away at the age of 79, probably best known for the theme from um, Chariots of Fire. Fire, Right. He also did Blade Runner, Missing the Bounty, 1492 Conquest of Paradise, and Alexander among others. but yeah, Vangelis probably one of the
0: biggest names in new age music. I would say huge. Uh, went number one with that with that song, uh, and, and you know, not just not, not just that. I mean, like when I was younger, I mean that was all I ever heard. I didn't really care for. I still don't. Dun, 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 dun. I know it's iconic, but it just doesn't move me. Let's say to get up and run. Well, I mean, it's supposed to
1: move you very slowly to run.
0: That's also true. <laughs> dun, dun, dun,
1: dun, dun. Let, let's keep making jokes about movies from 1981,
0: but continue. That <laughs> <Now laughs> will oh. keep the audience. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe we have a lot of people who remember Chariots of Fire. Pro- probably true. I mean, it was Oscar nominated for Best Picture, so. And did win yeah. for Best Song. I'm
1: pretty sure did it did win for Best Song.
0: Yeah. Uh, no, actually, I, yeah, he's a, a far more important figure in music than just that one song. Right. And, you know, I'm glad he sort of took some time years ago to explore more of his music, and I encourage other people to do the same. Yeah. So, uh, one of the forefathers of
1: ambient music uh, was active. He actually released his last album at the end of last year, but passed away from heart failure in Paris at the age of 79. And lastly, a sports writer, Roger Angel, or Angel, I never knew how to pronounce his name, uh, passed away at the age of 101, uh, more a cerebral essayist than anything else, wrote a lot about baseball, uh, mostly for the New Yorker and other things along those lines. Um, Was uh, his stepfather, by the way, is E.B. White, who wrote Charlotte's Web. Hmm. Um, But yeah, he... um, there are a lot of there's a lot of outpouring from a lot of writers when he passed away uh, yesterday, actually, at the age of 101 from congestive heart failure.
0: He must the stories he would have? That'd be like one of those guys where if you can put a short list of people you just want to have, I don't know, like a scotch with. Yes. You know. Yeah. Like like that's top 100 for sure.
1: Yeah, so he has the ESPN Lifetime Achievement Award for Literary Sports Writing, a fellow of the American Academy of Arts and Sciences, a member of the Council of the Authors Guild, a uh, member of the Baseball Reliquary Shrine of, e- Shrine of Eternals, and, of course, won the uh, Taylor Spink Award back in 2013 for a guy who was inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame. So. Like Other you- than that, he didn't. He wasn't that good. Right oh, yeah, he
0: didn't do much. Didn't accomplish much. All right, so thanks for that. We've got now two more sections to go. It's elevator up, ding, elevator down. And that's the way it's as self-explanatory as it sounds, if you haven't heard this. I just look at some people who, over the past week, did their Hall of Fame chances improve or did it not? And we're really knee-deep in the hockey and basketball playoffs, and I'm just going to hold off for a few things in those for, for I shouldn't say in those sports because just when what's going on now. Uh, last week, because we are going to talk about basketball. I've got one major elevator down, and I've we brought. I've talked about him many times. Yeah, he's he's a yo-yo up and down. He has been for me for a while, uh, and that's Rajon Rondo. Uh, I just want to like go back, and I apologize because Evan, you've heard all this before, so mm-hmm. I've always believed that Rondo didn't get enough credit for the 2008 win. And uh, maybe a little bit too much credit late in later years. Oh, but playoff Rondo's going to show up. Playoff Rondo hasn't been a thing for a long, long time. And Rondo started this year off with the Lakers, and which was definitely the move where I was convinced LeBron James should, should never be an executive again, or again, or at all. Because yeah, that not- made no sense whatsoever. Rondo, just he hasn't been really useful in a long time. Love watching when he was at his peak, don't get me wrong. But uh, for those who haven't heard, Rondo got accused of domestic violence. And this one is, they're all troubling. But this one also involved children, his children, where, and I don't wanna go into too much detail because I don't like talking about this sort of thing, but let's just say a gun was involved and he's doing that in front of his own kids. Uh, it's a move that will pretty much cost him I think getting another NBA gig it, it, I don't whether it does or doesn't I don't know it probably should because frank, frankly frankly I, I don't see any other team wanting to touch this guy at this point and he has been a bubble guy for me for a long long time uh, he's not going to be able to add to this even if he could add i don't think he's got anything to add but now he's got this stink on him you know And this is a hell of a lot worse than the adrian peterson issue yes way worse i don't see him i think this could cost him a haul. i honestly do i think he was borderline anyway
1: right Right, yeah. I mean, there's no team is ever going to retire Rondo's jersey. We talked about Will Ford getting in the
0: mm-hmm. Hall of Fame, but like the Celtics aren't going to retire his jersey, no, neither is anybody else. Right. So, like, and this is something that, and to the credit of the leagues, domestic violence is something that was ignored for, let's just say, over a century, you know, it's mm-hmm. whatnot. And well, most things were ignored, honestly. That's true, too. That's very true. right now they have a zero tolerance for this sort of thing. So I just don't see him getting another job in the national basketball association as anything, you know, not as a consultant, not as an executive, not as a commentator. He's done. Mm -hmm. He is done. And this isn't something that he can redeem himself like Tim Hardaway did with bad words. I'm not, minimalizing that either but that was something that you can pay some penance for there's clearly anger issues in rondo yeah to do that i didn't read anything that there was even alcohol involved this is just him snapping so i don't know thoughts yeah i mean
1: i think i think he hit the nail on the head here i think he was borderline as it was anyway Um, he was, (laughs) excuse me, that, uh, Celtics team in 2008 already has three first ballot Hall of Famers on it. Uh, Mm -hmm. it's unlikely that there is going to be a fourth coming out of there. Um, so I just, yeah, I don't think that, I don't think that, uh, Rondo was getting in any way, but I think you're right. This is entirely it. There's no chance.
0: Yeah. And, uh, it's a shame. Uh, well, with that, we'll just move on to the hammer. We'll get there right now. The good, the bad, and the ugly of sports that Evan brings us every week. And I always have to punctuate with a uh, spaghetti Western. They're getting better every week. It's, it's amazing. It's you've been
1: toning up your voice, which is good. Cause I can't eat back right now. Um, <laughs> excuse me guys um <clears throat> okay let me uh cut some water before we get going well,
0: That's your first problem that's there's no alcohol in that
1: yeah no, I, I have i do have something with alcohol
0: over here so uh oh I, that, that's uh, that's not
1: what i'm drinking right now i'll say from around. the
0: jamarcus russell collection <laughs> <laughs> sorry
1: uh, um so the good um I am going to uh, bring up two things for the good, both one of which is happening now and one of which is happening tomorrow. Uh, okay. The first good is just the quality of the NHL playoffs. it mm-hmm. have been, I mean, the, the NBA playoffs has been fun. The NHL playoffs has been amazing. Like all the way through, the game yesterday between Edmonton and Calgary, where Edmonton ended up winning even though they had two goals called back, uh, was. Incredible. Dreisaitl, thought he had a goal, and then it was called back for an early whistle, which sucked. I got it. I understood why. But he just was like, fine, and he scored less than a minute later. Um, so they are uh, they are just super fun, particularly
0: that series.
1: That series, the first two games has been great. Games, um,
0: and I, I had a simple tweet, NBA, uh, NHL Game 7 over NBA Game 7. Oh, that was easy. Prove me wrong.
1: I mean the NBA game sevens. Uh, Celtics won by twenty eight over the Bucks. I'm not sure the Suns even left their dressing room for their game seven. Like, uh, yeah, so yeah, it wasn't even close. And that was the most game sevens, by the way
0: we ever we had in a single weekend. I thought so. I, I... Yeah, there were there
1: were seven of them. The previous record was five. Oh, okay, There are four in hockey and and three in uh, basketball. So, uh, but, but yeah, just just.
0: Just the hockey playoffs has been fantastic. If you're not watching them, just do it. A, a silly thing, too, that just makes me happy, and this is me just being super petty, also, too, the round two didn't start before round one ended. Yeah. I That sets me off every time. I don't know why, but it does.
1: Fair enough. Yeah. Um, also, in the good, uh, we're going to go to uh, tomorrow – is the last day of EPL. And mm-hmm. all the games start at 10 central. All 10 games go on at the exact same time as they're gonna find out who gets promoted, who gets demoted, who wins the league, and who finishes in fourth place, which is very, very important for Champions League spots tomorrow, all at the same time.
0: Cause because this is uh that's not even set yet, right? That's gonna be a almost a first that there's so many games that matter in the last day. Yeah, so tomorrow. Let me,
1: let me just pull up the... Uh, okay. I'm going to pull here. up my table.
0: It's called a table, not standing. I, I know. I think it's outstanding, my friend. Um, I thought it was outstanding that I actually knew that.
1: I'm actually impressed. Thank you. Um, so tomorrow, uh, Chelsea's basically locked up third place unless Tottenham makes up a 18-goal differential. On the game, which I do not think they're going to do. You're saying um, there's a chance, but Arsenal's playing Everton, which would have been a bigger deal if Everton had a one or the week because they were in danger up until uh,
0: yeah, you, Thursday. You said that a month ago that you thought they were they were they were not going to be able to. They they pulled it
1: through and on Thursday. They ended up keeping themselves up, so they are one of the six teams that has never been demoted mm-hmm. uh, from the Premier League since the start in 1992, And they were in serious danger, but they saved themselves. So that, but they're playing Arsenal, who's currently in fifth place, uh, and their ancient rivals, Arsenal. Uh, so they play them at the same time that uh, Tottenham is playing Norwich, who is the worst team in the Premier League. Norwich has set the record uh, for most demotions uh, and most promotions. They've set both records. Uh, so they've been in the league six times now. They've been in the league six years and been demoted after that time coming up every single time. Uh, so they are the worst team so it's looking like tottenham unless they screw up which tottenham has the ability to do that they're going to finish in fourth which means harry kane will get to play Champions League soccer which means he's probably not leaving tottenham which is what he wanted to do when he sat the first part of the year because mm. he didn't think they had a shot at playing uh, Champions league uh soccer uh in terms of at the top you have man city's got a one-point lead over liverpool okay uh, Liverpool plays Wolverhampton, uh, who's an upper mid-table team, and Man City plays Aston Villa, who's a lower mid-table team. But both of those teams are capable of pulling a result, at least a tie, out of it. Uh, and if if they tie, if uh, Man City ties and Liverpool wins, they win the league. So, so
0: the second tier is already decided, right? What do you mean? Uh, well, so Fulham and Bournemouth, Bar- Bar- they they top their table, correct. And then they're going through the playoffs right now, which for is the, the next third full- spot. Okay, yeah, okay. there's a
1: third spot. So the teams in the lower division, uh, three, teams three through six, play a home and away, and a home and away. And then actually, I haven't paid attention. They, uh, through I saw the first games, so I didn't notice the second. Those may have happened today. And then whoever wins
0: those two groups play a single game against each other Wembley for promotion. Fulham seems like, I could be wrong here, but they've got to be the team that's bounced back and forth the most, right? No, it's
1: Norwich, but Fulham's oh. right
0: behind them. Okay. Um, yeah,
1: it, it is Norwich. But um, so, so those games are important. And then Leeds and Burnley are tied with 35 points, but Burnley's got a 20-goal differential lead over Leeds. Um, and so Leeds plays Brentford, and Burnley plays Newcastle, who are both, again, uh
0: Brentford's 11th Newcastle's 12th so but Brentford finishing 11th if that's where they finish that's a, that's got to, if you're a fan of that that squad that's got to be phenomenal
1: huh? oh, it's amazing they came from nowhere yeah. made the league for the first they made the Premier League for the first time and are sticking around with 46 points
0: mm-hmm. I mean
1: it's possible they win they could finish 10th which is fantastic for them yeah I mean, they're gonna. they ahead of Aston Villa. They're ahead of Everton. They're ahead of Crystal Palace and Newcastle, who are all much bigger teams than
0: they are. So, I always thought Crystal Palace for the longest time was just a casino. <laughs> yeah, it seems like it, Sounds like it? Anyway, yeah. All right. So, what what is bad?
1: Um. So bad, I'm going to go to actually something I heard Warren Sharp talking about on Bill Simmons' podcast this week. Okay. So Warren Sharp, you know who Warren Sharp is? I don't. Uh, he's, one of the, he's one of the big gambling guys who's on the ringer from time to time. Okay. And Sharp was doing a whole thing on the NFL schedule and the secret advantages that he tracks within the schedule. And one of those advantages is rest differential. So the differential for a team between how many games, how many days of rest they have before playing versus their opponents. Mm -hmm. Make sense? Oh, yeah, totally. So last year, the team that had the worst rest differential of anyone was the Patriots. So the Patriots had 55 fewer days of rest than their opponents coming into games. Which is a lot. 55, which is a lot. That doesn't even seem chronologically possible. Well, they played three teams uh, coming off buys. Okay. So there's there's wow. 21 of them right now, okay. right there, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they also played a couple teams coming off Thursday games the week before. Mm-hmm. So that was a big difference. Um, the He brought this up to the league, and the league uh, talking about the big difference in how th- teams that have more rest are way more likely to win than teams that have less rest, regardless of what the records are right mm-hmm. um so the team that actually is suffering the most this year is the Packers which is interesting but a team that is really really screwed is actually the commanders who have four games between weeks 11 and 16 in which the other team has uh at least four more days of rest than they do so if they're struggling at the beginning of the year they're probably not gonna make it up to the end but what the reason i bring up the bad here is you know what team almost always is in the top four uh least differential or the having the more more rest than their uh opponents year after year after year
0: feels like it could be the new york teams although you wouldn't know by the what, who's the most
1: powerful owner in the nfl in the giants well
0: no it's dallas yeah jerry jones yeah
1: yeah dallas yeah since they came up with the Thursday night football game, which happened in 2006,
0: mm-hmm.
1: how many road Thursday night games have the Dallas Cowboys played? No, I
0: don't know.
1: Zero. 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 None. And this is the first year this year they're going to play. It was brought, up, brought to their attention directly by Warren Sharp, and mm-hmm. he published something about it. And so they actually uh, – they actually play a road Thursday game this year for the first time, uh, but they make up for it by having two. Uh, they have two over week differentials uh, in games coming up right after
0: that. You're not implying there's favoritism in the NFL. I definitely. It's it's just the interesting
1: implied favoritism. Now it's been made aware of, and Warren Sharp stuff was really really interesting to listen to. Um, but regardless, excuse <laughs> <made> me. <coughs> just- we all may be off the commanders by the end of the year anyway. Uh, but there's a very, very good reason to bet against them uh, coming up. Just, just pre bet against them now in weeks 11, 12, 14, and 15. Or 11, 12, 14, 16, excuse me.
0: I, sh- I uh, should get, a, I should get the a gambling place. show because I, I don't do enough shows that don't watching. Yeah, you should. Watching.
1: So, but anyway, it was just really interesting that there is clear bias in these schedules. The Jets also are getting screwed this year. Um, there are a couple others as well uh the bill who is the three who are the best records uh best were the cowboys bills and chiefs i think have the three best uh this year that that's not something that normally happens to the bills and chiefs mm-hmm. it is something that usually happens to the cowboys so just something to watch for it's probably bad it's not evil it may have been un. Not, it may have been subconscious but it's it possible unlikely Um, but possible well because dallas has a home thursday night game every year automatically so um yeah we'll we'll see how that works it's done
0: so much for detroit
1: yeah right so and hey the and minnesota gets to play new england on thanksgiving
0: this year so yeah i've I've always sort of looked at detroit opening and and, and sorry to our friend ted uh our uh beloved lions fan I, i always felt that sort of like that's your, with That's your, being your American Thanksgiving. The Lions game starting off. It's that cranberry sauce that's still in the can shape mm-hmm. before you get to the great turkey of Dallas. Well, that's that, that's that's the game that some people still may be eating. So
1: I don't mind putting that one first. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So you're still eating the first half. You get in at halftime, and you get to watch the second half. The the lead and two of the Cowboys play. Um, but anyway. Uh, So that's a bad. The Ugly is a story that has nothing but bad guys. And I'm actually very excited about the story because it's making me care about something I don't care about.
0: Nick Saban. (laughs) I knew it. I knew it was going to be Nick Saban. And Jimbo Fisher.
1: And NIL and playing players and all the bitching and moaning done by these multimillionaires who have made all their money off the free labor of their athletes for years now crying Mm -hmm. that, uh, that other people can pay athletes so they can't all go to Alabama. Like I am here for this mess because there's nobody as far as I could tell who has the ability to, Rein this in at all. They open Pandero's box, they have no real oversight to it. Mm -hmm. And like Jimbo Fisher, like saying that he knows all the skeletons in Saban's closet and be willing to release them, and then Saban being like, I apologize, I overstepped. Like the fact Saban apologized means that Jimbo Fisher knows some shit.
0: I was thinking my first thought was, man, that's going to be really au- awkward when they film that next uh, Aflac commercial with uh, Dion and Saban."
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> so it's I it, this whole thing is just going
1: to be an absolute utter mess and big uh, like a mess as spring football. I don't see that returning. Yeah, I just I don't I don't know what they're going to do. Uh, it is. Uh, I am here for it. Uh, yeah. Just because anyone, I don't think Jimbo Fisher is a particularly good human being. I don't. I think he's a pretty good coach, um, but anyone who can, if te- I'm actively now rooting for Texas A&M to win the national championship for two reasons: one, because screw Nick Saban, even though all his players end up at the Patriots anyway.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: although not this year, we didn't draft a single single Alabama product this year, um, which is why would says we had the first worst draft ever. Uh, at least
0: amongst the Boston sports writers who really, really, really hate Bill Belichick for reasons I don't understand. Um, and Boston sports writers have always been known as half as glass full kind of guys, too.
1: Oh, definitely, hundred percent. Yeah, they and they treat the Patriots a kid glove. Uh, oh. Greg Bedard makes crap up constantly and gets put on NBC. Like he had like a, there was a bombshell report coming out about Christian Barmore last year. Guess what happened? never came out. You know why? Because he made it up. He makes it all up all the time. And nobody calls him on it. Uh, He gets confirmed by people like Christopher Gasper, who's also terrible. Like, all the people who are terrible at their jobs confirm the bullcrap reports of the other people who are terrible at their jobs. Until Mike Reese says it, it didn't happen when it comes to the Patriots. Journalism has become, well, a race to the bottom.
0: It's a race to the bottom yeah with a 10-way tie yeah anyway so
1: regardless so it's going to be a complete mess i'm very excited about it it's something that's actually making me care about college football for the first time in a while um and i'm going to be actively rooting against i i want them all to lose i want i want somehow appalachian state to come up out of division one double a and somehow beat everybody and get to the the national championship. Well, they,
0: are, they are in the top now, Appalachian State. Oh, are they? I have no idea. Again, I don't call follow college football. So uh, playing playing in the Sun Belt. Oh, cool. Good to know. All right, that's that's. A, I knew that was going to be your ugly. Uh, Sometimes we just bounce things off each other so we don't duplicate. Right. So, so when I tell when I told of and what what I've got for elevator up down, uh, then that's pretty much right. You're wide open all good I, I prefer it when I don't know what you're gonna say
1: yeah well you sure I was like oh yeah Rondo and we didn't want to and we just both felt we didn't want to touch on what happened with between Donaldson and Tim Anderson today so no uh I just we'll leave it at that like it the whole thing is uh seems like more a misunderstanding than a racial situation if you believe Donaldson could be bo- could both be. of them are like both of them are a little bit of hot-headed anyway
0: so yeah uh i'll i'll finish with this as we're recording this it's saturday night uh the night of the game where this all took place i've said this before i'll say it again let's just let 24 hours sort of like digest some other shit's gonna come out and i don't want to come out and say one person was colossally right i have a feeling i know what i'm gonna side with anyway but at the end of the day this is there's so many issues in sports and in life I'm going to focus on some of the bigger ones, and I may not even do that because I'm a lot happier. Well, well, let me yeah, well let me let me say this. I'll end with a cl-
1: palate cleanser. Did you see who caught the uh, grand slam from Trevor Story nope.
0: yesterday in the Red Sox game? I did not, but it was nice. You as a Red Sox fan, you have to be happy because Trevor Story was utter crap. He was For not three- doing well.
1: I, I my main problem with Trevor Story, and I have nothing wrong with the, the man, is that we're going to sign that dude and somehow let Rafael Devers and or xander bogart's walk xander bogart's is going to be the starting shortstop for the yankees next year and i'm going to be furious about it yeah um but uh because they we don't have any money because we signed Trevor story uh but story hit his first grand slam with the red sox in the first row of the seats over the green monster oh, so got it. johnny gomes former red sox left fielder johnny gomes of the 2013 team oh wow he was sitting he sometimes does broadcast with uh the Red Sox and whenever uh he's in town he begs them to give him seats up there it's the first home run ball Johnny Gomes ever caught I'll say he caught it insofar as he missed it and trapped it with his chest
0: and it's brought it down.
1: um but he was gonna keep it because his first home run ball he ever caught there's also Trevor story's first Grand Slam with the Red Sox so they came to the agreement that Johnny Gomes would sign Trevor story's baseball that he hit his first Grand Slam with on the back side and handed back over to him, which is very, very strange. Or it's just weird like, the guy kicks the ball, and you're like, that guy looks familiar. <laughs> My other thing that was funny is they were calling him Red Sox legend, Johnny Gomes. And I'm like, Johnny Gomes is a very good baseball player. He played on a championship team, but I'm not sure anyone I know is going to regale their children and grandchildren with the stories of their watching Johnny Gomes play baseball for the Red Sox.
0: Maybe not even Johnny Gomes himself.
1: Oh, he'll talk about it, because he's got a ring. he does just bring it out and show that, but,
0: yeah. I thought when you were starting this, you were going to say Johnny Damon. Oh, no.
1: Johnny Damon's not allowed near Fenway.
0: It's a restraining order, I'm pretty sure. Or uh, through any car without a breathalyzer, or whatever that device is called. That, that may also be true. That should so. be true. Oh, you know what? I'm going to finish with some shit here, too, actually. Oh, okay. good. That I was going to bring up. Uh, I'm just going to bring this all right down. So, so much for the palate cleanser. You're going to need, you need two. Uh, so Tammy Sitch, WWE Hall of Famer, whole, they revoked her bond. So she got off on a $225,000 bond, and the judge said, "No, you're going. No, you're too much of a danger to yourself and to others. We can't have it." While she was out, she was using her Twitter just to just say like the most asinine things. This woman's a sociopath. But joking about, well, you know what? Because someone was saying to her. You know, like it's just, I'm, I'm paraphrasing. I'm not going to give the time to actually look up what she actually said, but where it, it's embarrassing that, that you even have boyfriends to, to do any of this other stuff. Well, maybe I'll sell a shirt that'll, that'll say, um, you know, I, my, uh, my my boyfriend, uh, her boyfriend's left with Tammy. It's just, I'm not wording this very well. I'm all over the place because it's just been really bad watching. This colossal, and I'll say this piece of shit Fair doesn't even seem to care about what you did. Fair enough, yeah. So well, anyway, you want anything you want to plug? I closed on a win there, didn't I? I tried, I tried to use the palate cleanse. You dragged us right back down, man. Come on. Well, just when you thought you were out, I pulled you back in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ch- take a look at some of the stuff that Evan and I have worked on. Check out the United States Athletic Hall of Fame. We're going to be announcing the first class this fall, but it's not just what we're announcing. It's what you vote on. Our mm-hmm. votes are the exact same as yours, forward slash USA. This isn't just a project of just two people. We involved Olympians, ex-football players, writers, bloggers, and regular people like Evan and I. We said when we put this together, we wanted to be the least qualified. And I think we've pretty much done that.
1: Yeah, we've basically succeeded at that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So that's something I encourage all of you to check out. Uh, There hasn't been a whole lot of new shows coming, but the the ones that will, I think will be interesting. Uh, The Powers of Matthew Starr, look for that soon. Where Chris Bordet and I look at what a flaming turd pile this was. Mm. We're going to have to have you as a guest on something. I'm I'm, okay. assuming,
1: I, I'm. 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 In you, you want to do. Um, if you could find murder in small town X or man versus beast, I am
0: in. How about? I'm going to bring you, and then also bring in Glenn, the ho- the co-host of the Classic Sports Review, Battle of the Network Stars. Oh, well, that was good, though. Yeah. No. What was? it? Well, we'll find one where it's. Uh, I don't know. Maybe Adrian Barbeau. I mean.
1: Gabe Kaplan was the greatest unknown American athlete up until that show. He you dominated know, those events.
0: Gabe Kaplan was that generation's Adam Sandler. Because you don't think, well, I'm talking about athletics. Adam I'm Sandler is, okay, okay, he okay. does not look like someone who could actually do a sports film. That and is true. Did, and you see him and he actually can. Same with Gabe Kaplan i you just don't look at this guy and think oh come on this guy can play basketball he can't play with shit but he can't yeah but
1: he's the thing he was good at basketball he was good at like running hurdles hmm. like he was good at pretty much like
0: every sport in that thing Time actually of war. i know which one we should find one with billy crystal because oh, there's yeah. another one like how the hell are you good at this Good to
1: know. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you though, find find some of the bad early reality shows and uh, I am a hundred percent
0: in. Oh, buddy, we tried. We were trying to find, I can't believe this is not on YouTube. Of uh, Who wants to marry a millionaire? Oh, really? With yeah, Evan Marriott? Yeah, no, 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 that's Joe Millionaire. Uh, Joe
1: Millionaire, I apologize.
0: Yeah, no, this one was with, I forget the name of the guy, but the woman was Darva Conger. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that, yeah, that was the, so you probably saw her yeah. she became somewhat famous from that. Who was the host of that show? Jay Thomas, speaking of Cheers.
1: Oh, there you go. Yeah.
0: How about, uh, do you remember
1: the Joe Schmo show?
0: Yes. That was,
1: that was an interesting one. Like I don't, I don't have what?
0: anything, I don't really have anything that bad to say about that show. Yeah, that's
1: true. You know, how that's about, how about, are you hot, are you hot or not? We did that
0: one. Oh, you did
1: that one. Uh, I need to keep up with things.
0: Yeah, so clearly Evan doesn't watch everything in the Bucknerverse. It's it's hard. There's a lot. There's a lot to watch, man. You're a busy man. I don't even know what the hell I'm doing half the time. As evidenced by a lot of the shows I do. (laughs) Fair enough. Wherever you are, wherever you may be, stay safe, everyone. Take care, guys.